0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx, by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra.
1: And I'm Dave Smith. It's Monday, May 23rd, and we're bringing you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts.
0: Here's the latest. Stocks rallied today after nearly falling into bear market territory last week. The Dow gained over 600 points while both the S&P and NASDAQ were up over 1%. This modest recovery comes after Biden announced he was considering easing Trump-imposed tariffs on China and a new economic deal with several Indo-Pacific nations.
1: President Biden says the U.S. would defend Taiwan militarily if China should invade the island. Speaking in Japan, Biden reiterated that the U.S. does acknowledge the so-called One China policy, which says Taiwan is a part of China. But the idea that, that it can be taken by force, just taken by force, is just, not, is just not appropriate. He says an invasion of Taiwan would be similar to what happened in Ukraine.
0: Just hours after President Biden said everybody should be worried about the recent spread of monkeypox in the U.S., he walked it back. I just don't think it rises to the level of the kind of concern that existed with COVID-19 or, and uh, the smallpox vaccine works for it. So, uh, but I think people should be careful.
1: Russians will have to say goodbye to their caramel macchiatos and cookies and cream frappuccinos. Starbucks is officially leaving Russia. After 15 years, the company is closing its 130 locations over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The Russian market makes up less than 1% of the coffee giant's annual revenue, and Starbucks says it will pay the 2,000 employees in Russia six months' severance.
0: Pretty nice. In a rare display of public disagreement, a veteran Russian diplomat has resigned over Russia's war on Ukraine. Boris Bondarev has left his post at the UN. In a scathing letter written in English, he wrote that in his 20 years in diplomatic service, he has, quote, never been so ashamed of his country as he was on February 24th, the day the war began.
1: Let us know what you think of the show. We'd love to hear from you. Email the refresh at insider.com. Coming up, we talked to a man who purposefully gave himself dysentery for a vaccine trial.
0: Pfizer says a three-shot regimen of its low-dose COVID vaccine for kids under five is 80% effective in fighting Omicron infections. The data is preliminary, but it's a hopeful step towards getting the country's 18 million children in that age group vaccinated. The FDA is already evaluating Moderna vaccines for kids, and the company hopes to roll those out this summer. The Supreme Court is denying prisoners the right to have a federal court review whether they received adequate legal representation at the state level. The 6-3 ruling goes against two incarcerated men currently on death row. They say the lawyers who represented them in their initial trials and in their appeals didn't do enough to pursue all avenues to prove their innocence. A group of workers at Activision have voted to unionize. It's the first union at a major North American video game publisher and a symbolic milestone for an industry known for burnout and crunch. The 20 or so quality assurance workers at Raven Software, which is a subsidiary of Activision, will be members of the Game Workers Alliance. The union victory follows a five-week-long strike earlier this year. Apple is
1: considering moving some of its manufacturing away from China, according to a report from The Wall Street Journal citing anonymous sources. China's strict COVID lockdowns and tensions between the communist regime and the U.S. are leading the company to look elsewhere for its production needs. India and Vietnam are the most promising alternatives
0: end of an era in New York City. The last payphone was removed from the streets around Times Square this morning. The city started swapping public phone booths for internet kiosks in 2015. Back then, there were about 6,000 active booths.
1: Would you knowingly give yourself dysentery? Would you do it for $7,000? Would you do it for a good cause? Well, Jake Eberts did exactly that for a vaccine trial at the University of Maryland. The goal was to find a vaccine that can fight against the Shigella bacteria, which causes dysentery and kills hundreds of thousands of people around the world. Jake is here to talk about what he calls the worst eight hours of his life. So, Jake, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, Jake, when you first saw that the University of
2: Maryland was hosting this vaccine trial, you thought, I can do this. Why? So I kind of signed up on a whim, thinking, I've, you know, I've always uh, wanted to kind of participate in a, in a clinical trial of some sort. Um, I threw my name in the hat, figuring I'd probably be disqualified or something like that. Um, and then as like they, they started calling me, they were like thrilled. They were like, oh my gosh, we've had such a hard time recruiting. Um, and uh, the more I read about the disease, I was like, oh, you know, this is probably, you know, this is a nasty, nasty illness that kills, like you said, a lot of people. Um, And I guess I would probably be a good person if I did it. And also $7,300 is pretty nice. All right. So it all started when you received the potential vaccine.
1: So that was two injections over the course of a month. And then you drank a mixture that was laced with Shigella. So what was that first stage like?
2: yeah so we had the two injections spaced a month apart i could have gotten the placebo or the uh real you know experimental vaccine they haven't unblinded the data and won't for a while so no way of really knowing um i then a month after the second injection we went into uh this quarantine the the secure isolation facility down the street from the university of maryland baltimore's medical school um where we were for like 11 or 12 days, uh, and they brought us in. They had to be, we had to be very like particular about the timing. So we had to sit for an hour and a half to make sure we hadn't eaten anything beforehand or drank anything beforehand. They brought us in at exactly 1104 on a Wednesday morning. Um, we took this little cup, um, basically like a shot glass worth of this pretty clear solution, um, that kind of tastes a little slimy and it had about like 1500, um, like what they call colony forming units uh, of Shigella like live Shigella in there that they had grown in a lab specifically for this what were you feeling at the time when you were actually drinking the, the mixture I, I, that, it was kind of so surreal I was like this can't be happening um, and I was like walking down and I was like oh I'm, I was like, I'm about to give myself an awful disease aren't I Yeah. So tell me about that. What were your
1: next hours and days like?
2: Yeah, the next 36 hours were a lot of like every time I so much as like passed gas. I was like, oh my God, am I dying? (laughs) Uh, So we took them on Wednesday morning um, and I had trouble sleeping. And then the next 12, like the next 18 hours were just awful degradation. So I woke up in the morning, still felt gross. The next couple hours, I just like plummeted. Walking to the bathroom in and of itself, which was like 20 feet away, was a Herculean task. And I literally had to sit down on the floor of this bathroom, which... Even now I'm saying it, it sounds so gross, <laughs> the bathroom, the dysentery ward. I had to sit down and lie down. I just sat there for like five minutes, like recuperate. I was so exhausted. Um, and nurses at that point are like, okay, we're going to need to take care of him. So they like are patiently waiting outside the door and knocking every five minutes to make sure I'm not dead.
1: So what was it like having diarrhea for that long? Did you see God at
2: any point? And was God a woman, like the song says? You might have seen Satan a couple times, but um there was definitely no God in the uh, the dysentery uh bathroom. I sold myself. I fully just pooped my pants. Um like and they <laughs> oh, had man. us they had us in scrubs, and uh it was like the the nurses were super I had like five nurses at one point just surrounding me and the and the lead doctor. Coming in and doing an exam and like they made the call around six o'clock. It's like, okay, yeah, you've met the criteria. Your sickness is like obviously severe enough. So we're gonna go ahead and put you on antibiotics. So you started coming back together after the antibiotics. Um, by Sunday, I was able to just kind of like be my normal self. I still felt really kind of tired. And then Monday morning I was totally fine and I was able to like keep remote working. So it was it was quite the experience. And like I said, it was uh, the sickest I've ever felt in my entire life, like hands down. So, Jake, would you recommend vaccine testing to others then? And how can others participate? Uh, I absolutely would. I think it's something I will probably end up doing again. I think it's a great way to get back, to give back. Um, It's, you know, uh, it's kind of best of both worlds because you get to be a saint in everyone's eyes and also make money. Um, (laughs) So really, there's uh, no downside besides, you know, potentially contracting a scary disease.
1: Hey, do your part, you know. Well, Jake, this has been fascinating, to say the least. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. To learn more about Jake Ebert's experience drinking his so-called dysentery smoothie, head over to Insider.
0: Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show.
1: You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith.
0: And I'm Rebecca Barra. Talk to you soon.